0: welcome 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 back d what is up how are you today hey
1: i am doing so well the rumors of my demise have been greatly exaggerated i am here i'm feeling good (laughs) getting stronger every day and so glad to be back uh, podcasting with you
0: amen you're alive (laughs) (laughs) man Uh, you know I, I kind of feel a little bad because, you know, I'm sure after that last episode dropped, if you guys haven't heard it by the way, go hear it. After that last episode dropped, I'm sure your line was blowing up.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 yes, but, but I, I appreciate everyone that has reached out, everyone who had the prayers for me and have been calling and checking on me and making sure I'm doing right. I really appreciate you all. I love you all. Thank you so much rest show. i am doing much much better now like i said i'm getting stronger every day i'm in cardiac rehab i'm trying to eat right i'm staying away from the alcohol for now
0: (laughs) hey ain't nothing wrong with being sober let's make that a point because we're practicing sobriety over here too so (laughs) teamwork teamwork
1: teamwork
0: teamwork makes a dream i'm glad to hear that you're back in good house although i knew that because you know i know you so I'm glad to hear that you're back in good health and good spirits and everything's going well for you. It feels like it's been a while and I just want to let our amazing audience know that, you know, fortunately life happens and you have to do rehab and I have life going on here in Vegas. So, you know, this podcast is a little late. However, this next one will surely make up for that. Yeah, it'll
1: be well worth it. What are we talking about today?
0: So today, as promised, we are going to talk about generational trauma now I know that term comes off and some people are probably going to be like what is generational trauma because I know a lot of people know what trauma is and there's different types of trauma and you know in no way shape or form do I want to trigger anybody by this this episode but I do feel that because it was a suggested topic that you know we should talk about it and bring a little bit of light to what generational trauma is you know and maybe by the end of this episode people might be able to relate more to it or say hey you know what I know what this is and I've been through it. <clears throat> so, excuse me, with that being said, um, I'll just go ahead and drop a little bit of, you know, medical terms and stuff of what generational trauma is and how it's classified. Mm-hmm. So um, it's actually, it refers to the emotional and psychological effects of trauma that have been passed down from one generation to, to another. So like, say, your grandma to your mom, your mom to you, you to your child, and so on and so forth. So it's, it is generational. Mm-hmm. This type of trauma, it often it's often like the result of like historical events, like war, genocide, slavery, colonization. It could be personal experiences like abuse or neglect. Um, and also the trauma can be transmitted like from parents to children through various means, like including communication, family systems, and cultural norms. So um, with that being said, there are different uh, generational trauma effects. If you want to speak on a few of them, we're glad to listen.
1: Yeah, the with with generational trauma, the effects can be long-lasting, um, and kind of like you said, so you know, by being passed down from generation to generation, uh, they they can go on for decades, for years, for a lifetime. Actually, you know, um, mm-hmm. unfortunately, a lot of times people don't even realize that they are putting the that trauma down the line you know um, a lot of times we hear things like well this is how it's always been or this is how we do things um, and then you really don't realize how that affects your family how that affects the next person that it happens to you know mm-hmm. uh, can influence the way individuals perceive themselves and the world around them uh, some common symptoms include anxiety depression uh, PTSD, substance abuse, self harm, suicide, suicide ideation. It's you know, it's 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 serious. You know, um, unfortunately, right. it doesn't get talked about a lot. Uh, simple things. You know, one thing I was thinking about uh, when we talked about doing this uh, in the past. Simple things that we don't think about, like when when a child falls down and the skins their knee, you know, uh, and the child cries. And and a lot of times, what we'll say is. Stop crying you're all right <laughs> you're fine you know but that child isn't fine the child is just skinning their knee you know uh, they're, they're
0: hurt in their eyes right right
1: there is some hurt there you know so sometimes if we put that if we ingrain that into their head that okay well this just happened but mom and dad said I'm fine so okay, I guess I'm fine so that skin knee can then lead on to other things that could harm them but hey, Mama, dad said I'm fine. So I'm
0: fine. That's where that ideology kicks in. You know, that's like when you and I were talking the whole, we don't talk about Bruno. A lot of (laughs) cultures and not just like my Latino culture, you know, or African-American cultures or anything. A lot of cultures grow up with, you know, we don't talk about those things. Mm -hmm. We don't disrespect our parents. We don't question why. You do as I say, not as I do.
1: Right.
0: You know, and with that being said, it's like, it's not how things are. You don't just get to talk to me the way that you want to talk to me. You don't just get to treat me the way you want to treat me and invalidate my feelings. Because no matter what you feel, your feelings are valid. I will repeat that again. No matter what you feel, your feelings are valid and no one can tell you otherwise. Because that's how you feel. You
1: I, know? Think, I think you need to repeat that one more time for the people in the back.
0: Your feelings are valid and you are allowed to feel how you feel. Your mom, your dad, your grandma, your grandpa, your husband, your wife, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, whoever it is, does not have the fucking right to tell you your feelings are not valid. Hear me again. Your feelings are valid. I say this with 100% validity and conviction behind it because you are allowed to feel how you feel. If you break your nail and you want to cry about it, throw a tantrum, that's how you feel. No one is responsible for your feelings except for you. Now, these feelings, right, can lead to your trauma because if you are dealing with generational trauma, if you're, say your grandma, your great-grandma, you know, she went through, um, like you were mentioning, you know, all these different types of trauma and the effects, it's gonna come down to you. So if your grandma, say your grandma, great-grandma was bipolar, that can trickle down to your grandma, from your grandma, to your mom, from your mom, to you, you, to your kids, if there is no fixing the cycle, right? So how do we heal from generational trauma, right? Cause I'm sure people are like, all right, well, we know what it is, but how do I heal from it? So it's a little complex and you have to be willing to heal. So this podcast comes through for people to help bring knowledge and help them heal, you know, and, and deal with everyday life as hard as it is, or as easy as it is for some people. You know, but healing from generational trauma, it can be a complex process and it does require time and effort. You know, it does take time. uh, I don't know, you could probably be healed from it for years. It could take months, it could take days, you know, it just depends on when you start. But some steps that you can take towards healing, it has to start with acknowledging and validating, like I mentioned, validating your trauma and learning about like your historical and cultural context of the trauma where it came from and you know practice self-care seek therapy connect with the community and promote like your own cultural healing practices
1: I think one of the most important things that you mentioned there is seeking of therapy and it doesn't even have to be a uh, a clinical therapy it could just be talking to someone it could just be listening to a podcast as well but
0: <laughs> hey, 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 don't be so biased. <laughs> you know, and I, I think another, another really good one is like connecting with your community. Whatever your community looks like. Build connections with others who may have experienced something similar like in their trauma. You know, like I know it's hard because I've, you know, dealt with and healed with a lot of things in my life as a lot of people have and a lot of our listeners. But you have to have some sort of community and if you have a community of people who can relate to you it's a lot easier because you'll feel more open and more inept to open up yourself but healing these traumas and healing from you know these pains and everything you have to be willing to connect to be open and to be honest with yourself Mm -hmm. because that's where the healing process starts you know um it's not easy to open up it's not easy to be vulnerable because some of you were taught, like, you know, Dee had said in the beginning, that your parents might say, oh, you're okay, it doesn't hurt, you know, this didn't happen or, you know, what have you. But if it happened and you believe something happened and it's causing you trauma, you want to be the cycle breaker. You want to be the black sheep. You want to be the one who says, you know what, I'm not doing this. I'm not going to say that this is okay, that all the things that have happened generationally is okay. And if right. that makes you the black sheep of your family or the outcast or the rebel or whatever, or people stop associating with you, there's people out there who will associate with you if you build that community.
1: No doubt. It, it goes back to what we talked about or what we talk about pretty much every uh, episode here is it starts with you, start with inside of you, with you loving yourself and being able to acknowledge that, hey, this stops. It goes no further. We are done with it. No more generational trauma around here.
0: Right. Because you want to break the cycle. You know, there's no reason for you. And I'll say this loud. There is no reason for you to continue living your life in pain, heartache, you know, depression, sadness, fear, anxiety of anything that has happened in your past or has led you to a traumatic moment, you don't have to feel that guilt. You don't have to feel the worthless feeling of, you know, I need to hide this. I shouldn't say this. I shouldn't be who I am. My mom's going to get mad. My spouse is going to get mad. So-and-so is going to hear this. Like, you know, you have to break away and just say, you know what? This is me. This is who I am. This is what I went through. And this is where I'm going to be away from this trauma.
1: So important. It's so important, again, to just look within yourself and be willing to do it, you know, because a lot of times it's easier to not step out there. It's easier to just bury it and, okay, I've been dealing with this my whole life. I'm just going to continue to deal with it and just let it be what it be. Right. But if you take it upon yourself to say, hey, it's not going to be that way anymore and we're going to stop this, you'll be all right
0: especially for men because you know men grow up as young boys you got to be tough you can't feel that you you know you can't go through especially if you're in the military as a man you're taught to not feel anything you're taught that you know we have no feelings here we can't be vulnerable here you know but that's not it everybody at some point in time faces trauma there's no amount of trauma that is too small or not good enough like you know, no, maybe you weren't, you know, abused sexually compared to your friend who, uh, you know, just like fell and scraped their knee and it was traumatic because they got hurt and didn't know what to do. You know, nobody's trauma is the same. However, it is important that no matter how big or how small your trauma is, you need to recognize it and acknowledge the trauma. And by acknowledging it, you know, it lets you know that you've experienced it and it brings validity how you feel you know it's not going to be an easy process to sit there and have to say i've dealt with something and it wasn't okay and it hurt me it's hard it takes strength it is not the easiest thing to do but the moment you start acknowledging and recognizing the trauma you're going to start to heal a lot faster than not saying anything at all
1: 100 percent, and just again it's it's always difficult or sometimes it's difficult to to take that first step but you hey. have to remember that you sometimes feel like you're alone sometimes feel like you can't handle it but you're not alone if there's one thing this podcast will, te- will teach you is that you are not alone you're not you know, alone our, in this process
0: yeah our dms are open email us at whatever send us a mm-hmm. message Follow us everywhere you find us on social media. And if you ever feel alone, one of the two of us will reach out to you and we'll help you and, you know, we can guide you and and help you find support. That's the thing. You have to reach out to people, one, which is really hard. Seek professional support, you know, like a mental health professional. They can provide support and guidance in processing trauma and building coping skills. You can find a therapist. Uh, The most major thing you can do for yourself is practice self-care, you know, taking care of yourself through like exercise, mindfulness, uh, self-compassion. That's huge. It helps promote emotional resilience and healing. Connect with others. You know, if like I had mentioned before, if you know somebody who may go through stuff because people don't like to talk about it, but if you do find somebody who wants to talk, you know, you can connect with others and then create healthy boundaries by, you know, doing all these things that I've mentioned. You're going to set healthy boundaries that can prevent further trauma And you'll learn to grasp emotional safety because these healing practices can definitely change your life, you know, in a matter of months. It could take years. I'm not saying it happens overnight, but it's something by practicing all these self cares and seeking support and acknowledging and recognizing your trauma can lead to your healing. And then you don't have to feel the guilt or the pain or anything else that is associated with generational trauma.
1: So important, and one thing that to to remember is that it can have a significant impact on you as well as your family. Uh, but it's possible to heal from generation. It's it's so it's so possible. Again, like Jenna said, acknowledge the trauma, seek support, and just reach out.
0: Right. And like the biggest thing that I said right there was creating healthy boundaries. So I know a lot of people in this day and age are yes people. And what I mean by yes people is it's very hard to say no and create a healthy boundary instead of, you know, wanting to, excuse me, uh, please your parents or whoever it is, you know, that you're afraid of. um, You always say, yeah, I could do that. Um, Or you don't uphold a boundary. A boundary can look like Uh, For instance, say uh, D disrespect me, say he said something to me that I didn't like. Okay, well, that's on me for feeling how I feel. He's only responsible for the words he said, but I'm responsible for how I feel. Now, if that didn't sit right with me, I have choices to make. I can say, hey, D, you know what? I don't appreciate the way you spoke to me. It made me feel a certain type of way. Now, he can either apologize or not apologize. He can turn around and say, well, that's your problem. You know, I said what I said, it is what it is for me. I could say, Well, here's my boundary. I would appreciate if you didn't say X, Y, and Z to me, Mm -hmm. you know, and in return, he can give or take and say, Well, that's how I am, or two, he can say, Hey, you know, that's how you feel, and then you build your boundary. But building boundaries is always going to be something that will benefit you, it doesn't matter who it is. The neighbor, your parent, your spouse, you know, a stranger, build healthy boundaries for yourself because that's who they're for. Boundaries are for you. If something doesn't sit right with you, it's okay to tell somebody, hey, that's not okay with me. You don't always have to say yes to people. You can make yourself a no person. I used to be very much so a yes person, and there was nothing that I could ever tell people, oh, no, I can't. I'm sorry, it doesn't work for me because I was so afraid to hurt somebody's feelings. By saying, nope, sorry, I had to say yes. Yes, 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 I'll do that. Yep. And I was spreading myself thin, and it just wasn't healthy for me. So now being able to create healthy boundaries, you know, by learning and talking to people and building community and, you know, learning how to deal with emotional trauma and, you know, generational trauma, it has helped heal me to be in a spot where I'm at.
1: Right. And when when you initially thought that uh, saying no would hurt someone else's feelings, at some point you realize that saying no actually helped your feelings and helped you to become a better person. So now that when you turn around, if that same person comes back and, and needs something, now you're in a better place and you are able to say yes to some things.
0: Right. And here's the thing. It's helped. It's improved mental health. You know, healing from trauma has has definitely, and can for others, improve mental health outcomes, you know, including like a reduction in symptoms of, of anxiety, depression, PTSD. It can increase your emotional resilience. Like, healing from trauma, you know, can really help individuals develop emotional resilience, which can help you better cope with stress and adversity. It can also, like, improve relationships. You know, healing from trauma can improve your relationships with family and friends. And it can also improve like your communication patterns and trust within families because when you do that it also in turn helps you increase your own self-awareness so when you have self-awareness your healing from trauma increases and it helps you to better understand your emotions and your behaviors with that brings an increased sense of purpose so when you have an increased sense of purpose and meaning in life you feel empowered to use your experiences to help others like what we're doing now
1: and that I- that is when everything becomes just so beautiful and so clear and, you know, just a whole new different outlook on life. It's a beautiful thing.
0: Right, you know, and it's important to remember that breaking the cycle of trauma is a process and it takes time and it takes effort and it's okay to take things at your own pace and seek support when you need to, you know, but with the right support and the right tools, it's so possible to break the cycle of trauma and promote healing and resilience that it is it's a beautiful thing you know and like I said at the end of the day life is really what you make it I know people hear that slogan and they're like oh how stupid but it's true (laughs) you know I used to think that I'm like is it what I make it because when you're going through the sludge in life you're going through it you don't want to see the sunshine on the other side some people are like well i'm stuck in this shit and i'm never gonna change and you know how do i get out of it and where do i go because people become hopeless when you are going through something and if you don't heal or choose to heal or want to get out of it it's a repetitive process and you don't you don't start the healing process and so you're like oh there's no silver lining i don't see the blue skies it's always raining you become an eeyore you basically <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> you become an eeyore because everybody in some way shape or form has been in a situation where shit just keeps happening right mm-hmm. it's it's a process and it just mm-hmm. keeps happening you're like damn a string of bad luck again bad luck again and i'm not saying that the bad shit don't happen because man we had our string of bad luck a couple months ago and i was like why do bad things happen to people who knows that's just life you have mm-hmm. good and you have the bad and you got to take it all together but promote your self-healing so that way you're not stuck in the eeyore phase so you're not like poor me <laughs> i'm stuck life is shitting on me and i'm stuck because it's easy to get into monotony it's so easy to fall into that trap and just stay down mm-hmm. but you know it doesn't have to be that way
1: no you're much stronger than that always remember that no matter how bad things seem you're strong enough to get through it and come out fresh on the other side
0: right and, in, and then animal the life life is hard life is changes life is challenges life can get the best of you and take you to the edge and make you feel like you know i don't want to be here anymore but you know life is also beautiful there's Mm -hmm. there's so much beauty in life you know a lot of people take things for granted but like sometimes when you're feeling hopeless or you're stuck in you know this traumatic event and you don't know how to get out of it just go outside and take a deep breath look at the sky as cold or hot as it is wherever you live however it is just go breathe and realize your life is beautiful and even though you're going through a hard time and you're trying to figure out how do I deal with this trauma and how do I deal with the effects and you know I don't want to pass it down I want to break a cycle just breathe and look at the sky and know that you're still here you're still kicking and there's always a fix to every problem there's always the solution
1: There, that it is and I think the the best thing you just said was just take a moment and breathe and just remember that you are breathing you are still alive you've gotten through all this you can get through anything else.
0: I mean, look at you, walking miracle. Like I'm just gonna, (laughs) throw that back in there, you know? I don't know anybody who's ever bounced back from what you went through. Like I said, it took my stepdad out cold right there, boom. So for you to sit up and watch him, you know, do the procedure, it's a miracle. And you know, life, I I, I hear people say this and this does go with, you know, trauma and stuff like that. But you hear people say they're so lucky oh, they just got it right, you know, they they just got the nicest house and they have all this money and they don't know what it is to struggle and they don't know what it is to go through trauma and they don't know what it is to be hurt and have their parents hate them and this and that, you know? That's one thing we need to stop as humans is stop putting your thoughts onto people and thinking you know what they've been through because a lot of people who've been at the top have also been at the bottom. They've also dealt with trauma. They've also dealt with their life and they are reaping the benefits of the hard work it takes to right. heal from your trauma
1: right right comparison is a thief of joy
0: it really is because you know you might not live in the nicest house but you have a house you might not drive the nicest car but you have a car you might not be in steak and shrimp every night but you're still eating you know yeah it's tough life is tough life is changes but you never know you could be broke today and rich tomorrow you can be mm-hmm. rich today and broke tomorrow you know but it all starts with self-awareness and healing these traumas and self-care you know and overall just taking care of your mental well-being because when you start there it opens doors to everything you know there was a point in time where i was hopeless i remember going to as my life coach how many years ago 10 12 years ago yes (laughs) i was hopeless i was man i was this young girl i was hopeless i was I was lost I was going through so many traumatic events And my therapist was like Hey you need to find a life coach And you need to do this and that And I'm like Bullshit I I, I, <laughs> I, I feel bad now that I gave you so much shit in the beginning Because I was like Nope yeah. oh, you're wrong This is not going to happen I'm not. It's never No Because I was I was stuck in that negative way I really thought everything you told me And everything you taught me Was never going to work I'm like He's full of shit <laughs> Every conversation But then The more and more and more and more That you know Enrichment you were bringing to my life and tools you're giving me and advice and stuff. Did it finally open my eyes to, like, hey, look at life? And now my life is good. Mm-hmm. I can sit there and say that I'm blessed to be where I'm at today. And I'm not rubbing it in anybody's faces because it's hit hard work to be where my husband and I are at. It took a lot of self care, it took a lot of self work. I mean, I'm still working at it every day. Yeah. I yeah, still we- reach out to a therapist here and there when I'm stressed or feeling a certain type of way because. For me, that's my well-being, you know, but to be where I'm at now today, from where I was when I met you 11 years ago, 12 years ago, I'm a totally different person. However, Mm -hmm. it took trial after trial after trial and tears and desperation and being on the edge and feeling like life was never going to go anywhere Mm -hmm. to where it is. And, you know, I sit here and I I look back on my life and I'm like, you know what, if it wasn't for all the trauma that i had to go through if it wasn't worth the pain and if it wasn't for the hardships and the downfalls and you know all the bad things that happened i couldn't appreciate the life that i have today
1: right right you went through all those trials and tribulations came out on the other side to sunshine
0: and rainbows and you and the family. <laughs> but you know, like I said, I, I, I thought about it a lot. You know, the day you, you hit me up after you had only had a heart attack, I was like, how the hell is this guy like? And you hit me up today? <laughs> I, I thought about that. I've actually thought about your situation a lot recently. And I'm like, damn, you know, this man stared death in the face. And then, like I said, last podcast, we laugh about it all the time. I'm like, you literally stared death in the face. And I'm sure your life was flashing before your eyes because I mean, the moment you hear that, you have to think, I, at least I would think like, what about my kids? What about my family? What about, you know, what about tomorrow? I'm young, what am I gonna do, you know? And you face this this great, and I mean killer because it really just takes people out. You face this giant killer in the face and you came out on top and now you're here talking about it. You know, I think about that. Like, you know, if people can go through life altering events and still make it out it's possible to get over generational trauma
1: oh a hundred percent you know i i i I think about it more now than when i was going through it Uh, again because like i said i I never had any pain or anything like that so i just had a different i guess i was looking at it a little bit differently as far as i understand that it was serious, but I never had the thought that I am going to die today. You know, you I were in survival that, mode. I, yeah, never never had that thought. I look back on it now and like, oh, man, I, man, I almost did die. I almost did. Oh, leave. you were
0: actively dying. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're almost <laughs> not here. That's why I kept my mind was blown as you were telling me the story. I'm like, dude, you're so you're actively dying. Yeah, I was yeah. actively dying. Like, yeah. People cannot put that into context, but yes, like you're a walking, talking, living, breathing miracle who's just, you know, showing life. Like I'm, it wasn't my time to go, and I'm not leaving. But when yeah. you take I it out of context, that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so let me ask you this question: So, yeah. has that affected you, like emotionally, or was it traumatic for you? I mean, because I know you're well, you're very well off, you know, because you're in touch with like your healing and all this. And that. Has it had or maybe even on your kids and your wife, has it had any sort of like traumatic impact on them and how they've acted and or reacted to the situation that you were in? It's
1: it's had more of an effect on on my wife more than than my kids you know she's in the medical field so she knew yeah. she knew how serious it was he, he, you know even my dumb ass I didn't I didn't know hey, <laughs> hey, Look, look I can see them putting the wire in my chest that's awesome right here you know that's that's what I was looking at on the screen um so it, it's definitely <laughs> had more of an effect on on her um my kids my kids are a little bit a little bit better with it uh, as far as not being not being too worried that dad was going to be gone uh, especially mm. since i was you know i i you know i never lost consciousness and um i was able to see them and talk to them and you know
0: drove right. myself to the er under a heart attack <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> anyway. right right as everything <laughs> was happening i was i was in constant contact with them the entire time you know and of course you know didn't didn't that on exactly <laughs> you know, all that was going on. Hey, I'm in the hospital right now. You know, uh, you guys can come to see me in a few. Uh, that type of thing. Um, so, so again, it, it was a little bit. It was a little bit more difficult on her, and and she's still having some difficulties with it. You know, um, again because she knows more than what I know.
0: Right. Um, and we as wives, we we worry about you guys. Like yeah, I mean, we to put it exactly. out there. Like, <laughs> my husband works a half a mile from our house. Okay. And I'm like, Did you get to work? He's like, Yeah, I've been here. Like, you know, <laughs> but those are things we as wives worry about. You know? Did you eat yeah. enough today? Did you get enough sleep? Are you is your is your mental okay? Are you you know, that's what women do because we're caretakers, but you know, i'm sure it took a great toll on your wife i was worried about you the whole time and i was like man his poor wife that's yeah. all i could think of was his poor wife but then you're over here kicking yeah. and i'm like sure you had a hard attack, <laughs> 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 you know but hey you're here so welcome back it hasn't uh but it hasn't like affected you like emotionally or anything it hasn't like hit you where you're like damn
1: not at all you know it's um, good and and I, and I get I get the, I get the question all the time you know how are you feeling and and I feel I feel better now than I did before
0: you feel more um, alive
1: I'm, I, well I wouldn't say that because I've always been a generally you know uh, <laughs> <That's> happy, lively <laughs> <laughs> knucklehead person, you know. Yeah. Oh, that generational trauma stopped a long time <laughs> long time ago. <laughs> um, so, so I, so I, I think, I think physically, I feel better. And, and like we talked about a little bit earlier, I haven't been doing as much of the workouts as I had been before. So I haven't been lifting as much as before. I am doing a, a shitload of cardio now, which ain't my thing. But I'm so tough. appreciative. I'm so appreciative to be able to do it that I just suck it up and do it. Um but physically I feel I feel great. And I, I guess along with that, I never really felt all that bad as I was going through it. I don't know, everything everything about it is just so weird and crazy and, and wild. But um but I am feeling I am feeling great and you know unfortunately everyone who's listening to the podcast you guys are just gonna be stuck with me for a long long time and you know deal with
0: (laughs) it it's too damn bad (laughs) (laughs) hey no we're glad to keep you you know but yeah i had to ask i was like you know i i knew obviously what we were gonna be talking about and i was like you know i'm just gonna ask him on air you Mm -hmm. know how he's feeling and if it had any sort of effect because what you went through is traumatic that it's huge It's, it's so traumatic you know because You think about it and a lot of people know that heart attacks are the silent killer because Mm -hmm. people pass away in their sleep from them because Mm -hmm. they didn't know or it's more dramatic or what you know what have you there is a sense of trauma to every quote unquote emergency because emergencies are different to different people on what they think an emergency is but however you know that level of trauma which is really good you know that you were able to still communicate with the kids and your family and you know you were in survival mode basically i i'm a firm believer in survival mode because i mean i've heard stories from people who have been through some crazy traumatic experiences and i'm like how are you still alive it's survival mode it is literally your will to live
1: yeah yeah i wasn't going anywhere i got a lot of shit to talk so
0: <laughs> a lot of people to piss off. That's right. <laughs> That's what I say all the time. I'm like, I got a lot of yes, uh, and,
1: and I also have a lot of love to give. So we'll get we'll we'll do it during, on both ends of the spectrum, man.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm a huge lover. I, I, you know, I used to always say that, and I used to tell you this all the time. I used to tell you, I wish I wasn't such a lover. I wish I didn't care. Like, but I don't wish that anymore because right. you know I, I've learned that even though I've been through some traumatic things and that you know things have been hard and I've hurt. I've also learned that love has helped me be where I'm at today to be the person I am today. You know, it's just me. I know there's people out there listening saying, oh, I wish I didn't have such a big heart. I wish I didn't care. Don't. Don't wish that. Don't. Be loving. Be who you are. Be yourself. And, you know, even though you're going through traumatic events and things are hard and you don't want to feel those things, feel everything. Feel everything you're going through. Feel it. Mm -hmm.
1: Feel it. Let you know you're alive.
0: Right, because that will definitely help you start promoting your healing process. Well, anyway, I want to go ahead and, you know, put this to a conclusion, but I just wanted to leave you with this. It's like, you know, generational trauma, it will significantly impact you and your family. And like I said, it is possible to heal from it. You Mm -hmm. do have to acknowledge the trauma, seek support and promote your healing practices because you and whatever community you choose can break a cycle of trauma and promote your resilience and healing right at the source.
1: It's all from you. It, it all is all be It
0: is me. all from you. And I tell you what, if you are listening to this right now and you're going through trauma from generations passed down or from your parents or any, any type of trauma, just know that you're going to be okay. There is someone out there to talk to. We're here all the time. You know, there's numbers you can call. There's people you can reach out to. And if you're ever feeling hopeless, just know that you're not alone.
1: We got you back.
0: We always got you back. So, again, thank you for listening to this episode of our podcast on generational trauma. Thanks for always being such an amazing audience for all the feedback, for all the new followers. Welcome. We're glad you're here.
1: Thanks for tuning in. And all we right, guys. You in the next
0: one. All right. We'll holler hala ah, <laughs>